no longer my own, but yours. I am no longer my own, but yours. I am no longer my own, but yours. I am no longer my own, but yours. No longer my own, but yours. I am no longer my own, but yours. I am no longer my own, but yours. Put me to what you will. Place me with whom you will. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be put to work, or for you, or set aside for you. Praised for you, or criticized for you. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and fully surrender all things to your glory and service. And now, a wonderful and holy God, creator, redeemer, and sustainer. You are mine, and I am yours. So, so be, be it. it. So, so be it. it. So be it. In the covenant which I have made on earth, let it also be made in heaven. Amen. Please stand me as we join together in saying the Shema, which our Lord Jesus would have recited every day of his life. Shema Israel, Adonai Eloheinu, Adonai Achad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. One of our confirmands, Jillian Pierce, will now read to you for our scripture this morning. Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, is that if there is any excellence, if there is anything worth of praising, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. So I am at an age where I don't remember a lot of things from my childhood in detail. But one thing I remember really well is the day my entire sixth grade class filed into the gym and our teacher told us that we were going to learn how to square dance. No one could believe this. Gym was all about basketball and sit-ups, not dancing, but it was true. They had added square dancing to the curriculum, so all of us sixth graders we're going to learn how to Alaman left and bow to our partner and make a Texas star. And as if that were not enough, the teacher told us that at the end of our dance unit, we would be demonstrating our square dancing abilities for our parents at open house. Now, when she said that, I think every kid in the entire room began sweating because none of us knew how to square dance. I mean, none of us knew anything about that. And the idea of having to then stand up and do it in front of our parents just sounded like a recipe for pure embarrassment. So we all sat there feeling very self-conscious and awkward, wondering what was going to happen. I think 
uh, if other kids were thinking the same way I was, I was worried that right then the teacher was going to tell us to stand up and find a partner, which that would be awful. Uh, and then we were going to have to start dancing right there. But that's not what happened. Instead, the teacher handed out these really thick instructional packets. You know, um, have you ever seen the diagrams of dances with the feet? That's, that's what was in there, as well as these long descriptions of the, the calls that would happen and how we were supposed to dance. So we spent the next week or so going through these packets. Then we spent another few days watching films. Confirmands, that's what they used to call video, films. We watched films of other people square dancing, and only after all of that were we allowed to stand up with our assigned partner and actually begin dancing ourselves. And I found out pretty quick that there's a very big difference between looking at diagrams of dancing feet and actually dancing, you know? Doing the do-si-do with a sixth grade guy from my class who felt just as awkward about it as I did, but I will tell you too that in the long run, when we got to that open house, I think that all of us, even the guys, liked real square dancing best. This is Confirmation Sunday. And that means that this morning, 20 young men and women, eighth grade students in our church, will stand up on their own two feet and profess their faith in Jesus Christ, confirm the work of the Holy Spirit in their life, and join the church as full members. And confirmands, you might be wondering why I'm talking to you about dancing on Confirmation Sunday. Don't worry, no one is going to have to make a Texas star, I promise. No, it's because confirmation, like dancing, involves your feet. It does involve your head and your heart, too, to be sure. But this morning, you're going to stand up on your own feet and claim your faith for yourself. You're going to assume personal responsibility for your own spiritual life. And you'll do that surrounded by your friends and family, not just your biological family, your church family. And that's such a good thing. Because we all need to be reminded that you can't be a Christian by yourself. You know that? You really can't be a Christian all alone. We need one another in Christian community to live out our faith, and we need one another in Christian community to nurture us in our faith. And so we thank God for your families that have brought you this far, who have taken the time to teach you about the faith. But today, you're going to stand up on your own two feet, and you're going to become people who are not just the recipients of the Christian message, but those who commit themselves to go out into the world, to step out there and share it with other people, no more instructional manuals for you. Starting today, you're going to get up and dance yourself. So in a few minutes, uh, you're going to stand up and profess your faith, and after that, you're going to come to the center, I think. I think it's going to be the center out here. And the pastors are going to surround you, and your family's going to surround you, and you're going to be baptized if you've never been baptized before. And if you have, well, then you're going to touch the baptismal waters and you're going to be asked to remember your baptism and be thankful for it. Then you're going to hear your name called. And these words will be pronounced over you as all the pastors stretch out our hands toward you. The power of the Holy Spirit work within your life. That being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. And when you stand back up, you will be one marked as belonging to Christ. And moreover, you will be people who have committed yourselves, committed yourselves 
to following in his holy footsteps for the rest of your life, living out your faith. I love the way our text puts it this morning. Apostle Paul has a way with words, doesn't he? Finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And then he says, practice them. It's important to think about what's good and right and true. But we understand as Christian people that it's just as important to put those things into practice. So what is that going to mean in your life? What's that going to look like? Well, it'll be different for each one of you. Because every single one of us has unique gifts given to us by God in order to build up the kingdom. And you're going to have unique experiences in your life. But I can tell you this. If you take it seriously and you really try to live it out, well, then it's going to set you apart. It's going to set you apart. It's going to mark you as different. Because it's going to be making decisions that other people perhaps don't understand. For example, it's, it's going to mean helping others when it would be really, really easy to just worry about yourself. It's going to mean standing up for what's right and doing that when other people will oppose you and want to pull you over to do what's wrong. It might mean doing something like going on a mission trip instead of a vacation. Or it might mean being in church on Sunday morning when your friends are sleeping in. And it will mean saying no to things like drugs and alcohol, and yes to maturity and personal responsibility. And it will mean giving of your time, your talent, your resources for the rest of your life to build up the kingdom of God. And as I said, there are people that are not going to understand that. Yeah, there, there really will be. There will be people that will question why you would choose to live your life like that. Because, in case you don't know it already, our society is full of people who run around all day talking about what is good and right and true, saying that they believe in Christian values or they stand for something, but then when it comes right down to it, they never, ever get out on the dance floor themselves. There are plenty of people that will talk and talk and talk about what is praiseworthy and what is excellent, but then they hug the wall of life, if you know what I mean. So, compromise today, what you are saying is that you commit yourself to not be a wallflower in the dance of faith, that you're going to get that out there and you're going to live it out. So, my friends, I commend to you the words of Paul. If you ever wonder what this life is about, I hope you'll turn to this text again. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things and then put them into practice. These are beautiful words from the Apostle Paul. They're beautiful not just for our compromise, but for all of us. And so I hope today that, that all of us in our hearts will recommit ourselves to living out our faith in the world because God knows the world needs that. This morning, compromise, I pray that you will whisper to yourself, feet don't fail me now, and then you will get out there and you will do the dance of faith for the rest of your life. Will you pray with me?
Most loving God, we give you thanks for these confirmands who come today to profess their faith in Christ, to stand on their own two feet, and to commit themselves to be those who not only think about right things, but do them in the world in your holy name. Be with us now in this sacred moment. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. We're going to put some words up on the screen, and your part is going to be bolded, so I invite you to read the bold parts as we make these declarations together. Let's begin. My brothers and sisters in Christ, it is through the sacrament of baptism that we are initiated into Christ's holy church. We are incorporated into God's mighty acts of salvation and given new birth through water and the Spirit, and all this is God's gift offered to us without price. Through confirmation and through the reaffirmation of our faith, we renew the covenant declared at our baptism, acknowledge what God is doing for us, and affirm our commitment to Christ's holy church. Confirmands, as I call your name, will you please stand where you are and remain standing for the profession of faith. This morning I present William Tanner Bragg for holy confirmation and baptism. Jillian Avery Pierce for confirmation. Brandon James Scott for confirmation. And Walker Andrew Warnicke for confirmation. Confirmands, on behalf of the whole church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? If so, please say, I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, please say, I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in his grace, and promise to serve him as your Lord in union with the church, which Christ is open to people of all ages, nations, and races? If so, please say, I do. And according to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's holy church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? If so, please say, I will. So be it. You may be seated. Now to all of us, ask this question. Do you as Christ's body of the church reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ. We do. we do. Will you nurture one another in the Christian faith and life and include these persons now before you in your care? With, With God's, God's help, we, we will, will proclaim, proclaim the good news and live according to the example of Christ. We will surround these persons with a community of love and forgiveness that they may grow in their trust of God and be found faithful in their service to others. We will pray, we will pray for them, them that they may be true disciples 
who walk in the way that leads to life. Let us join together in professing the Christian faith as contained in the scriptures of the Old and New Testaments. Do you believe in God the Father? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven, is seated at the right hand of the Father, and will come again to judge the living and the dead. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Let us pray. Eternal Father, in the fullness of time, you sent Jesus, your son, to be nurtured in the water of a womb. He was baptized by John and anointed by your Holy Spirit. And he called us to be baptized in his death and resurrection and to go and make disciples of all nations. Pour out your Holy Spirit now upon this water. Bless it and those who receive it, that their sins may be washed away and that they may be clothed in righteousness all the days of their lives and that by entering into the death and baptism of Jesus and his resurrection, know that dying and raised with him, they may live forever with his final victory. To the eternal glory of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. William Tanner Bragg. William Tanner, I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. William, the power of the Holy Spirit work within your life, the being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Jillian Avery Pierce. Jillian, remember your baptism and be thankful. Jillian Avery, the power of the Holy Spirit work within your life, the being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple 
of Jesus Christ. Amen. Brandon James Scott. Brandon James, remember your baptism and be thankful. Brandon, the power of the Holy Spirit work within your life. The being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Walker Andrew Warnicky. Walker, Andrew, remember your baptism and be thankful. Walker, Andrew, the power of the Holy Spirit work within your life, that being born of water and the Spirit, you may be a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. Would you bow your heads and pray with me? Lord, in Proverbs, you remind us uh, to raise up a child in the way they will go. And when they are older, they will not depart from it. And today we have seen you lead these families and these students to this point. Thank you, Father, for the community of love that surrounds them, that gathers here. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that fills them. And Father, for the ways you will remain faithful as they go forward. We bless you and thank you for this day and your continued faithfulness in all things. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.